Here I go again Same old boss, same old friend It's just my place for security Place like home friends like you and me Here I go again Hello everybody and welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show podcast You said back I'm the starter Well, back in the general sense Okay. Oh, Don't. shit. I'm sorry. That's all right. It'll be, a great, it'll be a great open. It'll be better than the normal open. This is the Patrick Lally Show podcast. We're coming to you recording live from the Full Circle Book Co-op in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, the best little city in America. We are at 123 West 10th Street, the Full Circle Book Co-op, your conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe who graciously allow us to record this podcast every Tuesday night, uh, right before full uh, or, uh, City Council Bingo, which is tonight. And uh, we have unnamed city councilors just hanging out in the background now. That's, a, that's the way this rolls. They're probably not going to like what I have to say. Uh, they, no, they're good. they got thick skins by this point. <laughs> and they're, they're not on the show, so they got, you know, they were on the show last. No, I won't say who they are. No, I'm not I, I, give I, I, but we're here with the studio audience and uh, having a good time. Um, uh, the, the show tonight's pretty cool because we've got... Uh, you heard his voice already, Scott Hudson, uh, reoccurring guest Scott Hudson, with his uh, uh, his sort of semi regular series. Actually, live this time. Yeah, you are not live. this stupid video stuff you had no, we, last we, time. No, we skyped him in last. No, we were on Zoom last time. Zoom. Although yeah. that worked fine. That way you didn't have to leave. Except the I have to look at myself on the computer, and I. So this is better? I've got a face made for podcasts. That's right. So I'd rather not see myself. Well, I think this is more fun because I, I just feel this is more interpersonal communication uh, system. Here. Right, sure. So but it is like three degrees out. and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you're out here, to be honest. Okay. I didn't think well, you were I got show. free beer. So yeah, like well, There's always free beer in it here at the Full Circle Book Co-op. Um, no, we're, you're going to talk about You're going to do your uh, People Should Get Out of Town. Yes. You're very wildly popular. Uh, is it? Sure, it is now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wildly popular segment, and we'll I had a good one a couple weeks ago, but you took Halloween off, Halloween week off. I did. Oh, it was. Very I have my day. usual. I have an ongoing yearly rant. Well, you can just say who it was without going. Into well, parents who don't let their kids go out oh, trick or treating. Oh, they do the the trunk thing. Yeah. Trick or trunk. Yeah, trunk yeah, or treat? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or the, the 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 news reports that are completely bogus about. Beware, your kids may be getting edibles. Edibles, for the yes. Trust me, nobody that has edibles is giving give them, them away. away. No. If they are, here. give me the address. Right, I will. Hi. Give me <laughs> yes. my edibles. Yes. You know, that would be the end. But of every it. year, those those kind of stories. It's like yep. 20 years ago, there was the razor blade in the apple story. Even Dude, though there was never, there was never a case of a razor blade in an apple. No. That was just something they scared us with. And it worked. Yeah. And so it worked. that was that was my Halloween. Okay, uh, well, that was a good one. Get out of town. We'll get to your current one here in a minute. Okay. Uh, we could talk a little bit about music because that's sort of your swim lane. You like sure. In the business, um, and then uh, you know whatever else comes up. Okay. But uh, after Scott is Humbletown. Humbletown is here. I'm excited to hear them. Yes, I can tell. Uh, no, Humbletown, uh, who's a uh, duo, Dylan and Morgan from hum- Humbletown, little guitar, little uh, banjo, and uh, they'll be joining us. Right after uh, your segment here, so cool. That'll be fun. I was gonna say, so don't go too long, but it really doesn't matter because the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can hit pause and go do something, and come back. And, <laughs> and for those of you who are f- fans or friends of Humble Town, you can fast forward about twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You'll be fine. Uh, so, by the way, are, how are your podcasts going? You're the podcast doing really well. Uh, um, as far as the music on the ledge, I do every Friday night on a real punk radio. Getting towards the end of the year, which means I'll be putting together my mm. best records of the year. Was it a good year? Yes, very, very good year. It's going to be a hard. It's going to be hard for me to narrow it down to forty. Well, we'll have to do like a podcast preview of your podcast year end. Yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I like that. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, that's going. I did uh, the last couple of weeks. I've done tributes to nineteen seventy nine. Oh, which good was a year. Very, Good year in music. It was so. a very good. That's year. right. Um, you know what came out in 1979? I'm pretty sure it probably didn't make your list. But was uh, Dire Straits' debut record? Wasn't that 1979? I think that might have been. Yes, right in there. Either 78 or 9. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. didn't make your list, did it? No. 
I do like it. I do like it. You're right. But it's but not what you're... Just, uh, yeah, it's yeah, not your yeah, deal. It's not your deal. It's okay, it's Scott. Not my deal. Not my deal. Um, well, what did, what, 1979, what was, uh, what was your highlight? Well, my second favorite record of all time came out in 1979 on December 14th. Which is what? Second London Calling. Oh, that's right. Are you sure that's 1970? Because in the calling, U.S. it was 80. That's it because it was. This is why I say this. So the Rolling Stone best, best, al- al- album, al- of best album of the 80s. Yeah. So that's yeah. my benchmark. It, it came out December 14th of '79. So I, I'm a I'm a Brit at heart. So I will go with the UK. It just thing. barely made it. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's still end of the year. What's uh, it, but XTC had their first album. Oh, that, really? I think their first first or second. Um, the Undertones. Uh, the first two Fall albums, Joy Division's first record. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. It was a great year. People don't realize, like, and in, in the U.S., we had. Uh, uh, I th- oh, a couple of Ramones. Ramones, it's alive came out. Uh, Rock and Roll High School movie came out. Oh God, that movie is awesome. See, I was never a huge Ramones fan, and uh, a friend of ours, uh, I won't use his last name, Scott. And I once had a like nearly knockdown drag out over like the actual real roots of like who's the real punk band. And I understand Ramones are hugely influential, but they sang about pizza, okay? And high school, and it was I, they're great, they're great. The Ramones were the not my the Ramones music. were the Beach Boys of punk rock. Thank you, thank you. I so was, what was the the other side? I was of the so so massively into the British part of it. And the, the social the, the social commentary part of it, I mean, it's one thing to play a guitar like that. So you had me. the Clash, was your the pick? Clash and the Sex Pistols, but okay. really the Clash. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know, I didn't the Clash didn't invent. Punk. I always think of the Ramones as a pop band, which is why yep. when you go to watch a baseball game, you hear Ramones songs when batters come up. That's right, because right. they're they're a pop band and they're awesome. Yeah, awesome. No, the, My brother was a huge Ramones fan, and I was more on the British side, and that's just. Yeah, it explains think, a lot about the two of you. I think you can. I think you have to have, not that brother, different brother. Oh, okay. Uh, I think. I think for me, punk has to have some sort of social commentary, some some sort of broader redeeming value. I, I get it, but at the same time, um, by singing about the everyday things that the Ramones were singing about, they were also reflecting that era in its own way. Yeah. It, it just wasn't directly. This politician, that politician, no. this this country, that country. But it very and it very much was sort of a and still a pushback against the the broader pop culture and pop music at the time, which was disco and right? Journey and Journey, <laughs> who still sucks and is still coming back here again yeah. with the Pretenders. Yeah, Chrissy Hind is definitely sold out. I still, if someone will give me a ticket, I'll go watch the Pretenders. But and then leaving, I will not sit through three seconds of Journey. <laughs> Thank you. And also, Foreigner coming in March. Um, and I liked Foreigner. Uh, Foreigner doesn't have any real members of the There are the band. no original members of the band, and they're playing at the Premier Center. Oh, there's not a... Unless one has now joined. Last time... This is two, three years ago when they played the, the casino in Iowa. And they're playing at I, the Premier Center. I interviewed the lead singer at the time, and he tried to lie to me that the original guitarist is still in the band. I found out after the fact that no, the original guitarist has licensed the name. <laughs> so there's some guy playing guitar under his name? Yes. That is the ultimate. There is no real members of Foreigner in Foreigner. And they're playing at a. How many people well, can They're you get opening, in? though, for somebody, aren't they? No, they're the headliner. Foreigner? I think Foreigner's headlining. At the Premier Center? I. I'll get my producer. No, I think on it's that. I think it's the pavilion. Wait a minute. Where's my producer? Oh, that's right. I've got a job. I think it's the pavilion. Stupid job. Either way. Either I, way. Yeah. Yeah. If it's the pavilion if it's a pavilion, that makes more sense. Didn't um I think it is a pavilion. Chris Christopherson just played at the pavilion. Yeah, I would have kinda of liked to see him. Yeah, I would have gone to that. Yeah. With um Merle Haggard's band. Oh, is that who he plays with now? Somebody, some some old dude. See, you know, now that there's no outlet in town to tell us info like this, <laughs> um, we We're, find out after the fact. The only the only source we have for these things now is Mike Hendrickson's Twitter feed. <laughs> no comment. 
I like Mike. Mike's a good guy. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, and I've actually turned him on to some things that he probably would have not known about otherwise. Yeah. That's in his wheelhouse, but he didn't know was in his wheelhouse. Because right. honestly, if you think about it, I've said this before. If commercial radio had done it, continued to do its job musically into the 80s, 90s, and beyond, the Jayhawks would have been as big as yeah. the, the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's if you liked... If you like the Eagles in Crosby, Stills, and Nash and stuff like that, you're going to love the Jayhawks, too. It was just an updated version of it. Did you turn them on to the Jayhawks? I can't say for sure that I did, but I know that there have been bands like that that, right. that I've... Well, because I could see where he would like the Jayhawks. Because there are some current bands that he does like, yeah. or oh, yeah. semi-current bands. Well, I hope Mike's listening. I'll so, tag him on Twitter. But find out. I don't know. Maybe he'll say, Scott's never liked <laughs> Um, but I think my influence has... You know, he, like you, this is interesting, this is kind of a parallel, is completely an aside, and I'm sure that people are fast-forwarding to Humbletown at this point, but um, the uh, uh, you and he both have a similar interest. You were talking about a, a podcast you want to do, which is kind of like... We kind of like what it. he does with sports, yes. With sports, yes, because yes, yes, he's uh, now gone, his, his sports pod program now, he's doing basically like... History, oral history yeah. on sports, yeah, I, and that's kind of what you want to do with me. I've, I've had an idea of doing some uh, full-length oral history type things with local musicians of primarily the past, but maybe some present things. I mean, I, I've told you for 20 years I'd like to interview Myron Lee. Yeah, and I can make that happen. And I would love, I would love to do it. And, and I think I'd have his cell phone number. And I think a, a rich show overall perspective, not just as this latest album. Would be a fun thing to do, you know. How did No Direction ever happen? Right. You know. Right. Yeah, that's a ra completely random. Right? Yeah, yeah. And um, Rick Smith, who now is right. How did Chuck end up playing drums? Always. I mean, there's but there's examples like that, and, and even I would like to, um, you know, there is there is an electronic pop star that's originally from Sioux Falls, goes under the name EMA. Really. I would love to find who's who's that. I, I don't ask me for her real name because I don't have it at the top it's of my head. Electronic. Yeah, pop she did star. a couple tours with Depeche Mode a few years ago. Get out. Yeah. See, and I remember her as a punk rock girl coming in the Ernie's back in the day. It's a great story. And I would love to reach out to her and say, "Hey, do yeah. you come yeah. back to town over the holidays? Right. Do you, let's hang. You know, let's let's do an interview. Come down to the Full Circle Book Co-op. You're." Conservative yeah, communist yeah. left-leaning bookstore and cafe, yeah. and uh, talk about. But uh, so you know, and, and again, some of the friends of old-time music guys with with storied histories. Yep. Um, uh, um, the guy who wrote a bunch of songs in the '70s that just put out a record a couple of years ago. He's been ill for a while. I. If, that guy. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> Kenny Putnam. Well, no, Putnam Chris was engaged. The Putnam and Gage are on this record that I just mentioned. I'm sorry, I can't remember. That's okay. I know, I know who you're talking about, and I can't remember his name. Either. But but guys have been around for a while, and, and then maybe I mean I just read that a local band, Lot Lizard, yeah, have a record coming out in different folk. I mean that could be a current thing that I can yep. bring in yep. and talk. And if they wanted to play, they could play too. But otherwise, it would just be a talk thing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. one of the people we talk about, all, of course, all the time. Who. You heard coming into this show, as you do every week, is Rich Show, yeah. graciously allows us. And finally, finally being inducted into the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, part of me is like, screw them, you know what I mean? Like, and I, but I understand it. I mean, the rock, I wrote a column about those guys who found it, and, you know, they're very much of their era. Yeah. And I can't fault them for their era. But no, I'm glad no, they're no, expanding I'm, I'm, a little bit. Yeah, um... Without being too opinionated here, um, you can be opinionated. It's just a podcast. Nobody's listening. I, I'm glad that they. I mean, they've had to now go into the '80s to get yep. people like Rich. And it should have been the whole No Direction, honestly. Um, yes, they should do them separately. Yeah, um, and they still could. You know, and, and I have my personal issues with like cover bands and. And there's a the, you know I looked at the inductees. And, and Indigenous is in too this year. Yes. That's, 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 and that's, that's sort of giving them short shrift. I mean, really, Indigenous, uh, I'm going to say his, wrong, his name wrong, but Bob Mate, or the guitar player, he's, he's a serious 
professional musician. Yes. It deserves every accolade yes. you can possibly. And he's sort of like, oh, we're putting him in this group. You know, and I. Right, right, right. 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 It bugs me a little bit, and I, I, I don't fault them. It's, again, it is just a reflection of their surroundings. Yeah, I. I. I, I uh, somebody reached out to me a few years ago and had a meeting with me and talked to me about becoming a part of the board. Well, you should have. And I said, okay, fine. Uh, because they understood that maybe there needed to be someone That's a little awesome. bit younger to be part of it. No, you said a little bit younger. Um, it's you and me. Well, and I <laughs> haven't heard back since. <laughs> so uh, I, I would love to be a part of that. They should um, do that. And I don't, again, I mean, I know Myron. That's basically who I know. Yeah. And you talk about Myron. Myron has great stories. One of the things I love that my, Myron, there's a book, you know, Myron has a book and it's awesome. But um, one of the things he does on Facebook, of all things, is just write stories that he, when somebody oh. dies or whatever, something reminds that's, him of That's it. cool. And he just writes these stories well, I, about touring with, you know, whomever and Dick Clark and yada yada. I, uh, a few years ago, read the autobiography of Bobby Keys. Do you know who yep. Bobby Keys is? Bobby Keys was the sax player with the... Sax player, player with the Stones. Yep. Yep. And many, many others. Yep. And uh, Bobby Keys was friends with Myron. Yeah, you played and, with him. And uh, Myron has gone to many Stone shows over the years because Bobby has yep. brought. He just walks and says, Hi, Mick, I gave him. <laughs> I know, it's amazing. I, um, and there are some Sufa stories in the story of, of, of Bobby Keys. Bobby Keys was hired to play in a band. It wasn't Myron's band, mm-hmm. but it was another Sioux Falls musician. He came to Sioux Falls and did some rehearsing before going out on the road with this other musician. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's a small world. Yeah, um, and actually, uh, and Bobby Keys died, right? Yeah, a few years ago. Um, when Bobby Keys died, I ran into Myron, and he started telling me Bobby Keys stories, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's just when he starts talking about the Rolling Stones, Myron Lee's Rolling Stone stories alone are a yes. podcast. I believe he met the Stones the same day that Bobby Keys met them, which was in San Antonio on the very first Rolling Stones tour. You're kidding me. Yep. That's good. you got to do that. I would love to. I would Myron, love to. if you're listening, I'm going to tag him on Facebook and I'll get him to listen. He, he has no idea who I am, though. Yeah, he does. I've talked to him. It's fine. It's cool. Okay, okay. This, this is inside baseball. we got to get to the main event. Your main well, event. Well, I mean, let's talk about the other podcast. I mean, we talked about The Ledge. That, we talked yeah, okay, about that's the, fascinating. Let's... Uh, I do the Daedric with Scott and Clett thing yep. uh, twice a week. One is a bonus show for the original one. Uh, the original one is uh, we, we watch classic movies on TCM. Yep. We review them. Yep. She tells us all these little, all the behind the scenes stories. There was as much sex and drinking and all that in 30s movies oh, yeah. offset as there is in current <laughs> movies. Maybe more. Hey so, man, I've so read she, The Great Gatsby. I so know. she re, she tells us all the behind the scenes stuff. We watch them, we review them, and then we also talk about the new stuff that's appearing on TV on all the channels. Which means we've been really really busy the last couple of weeks because not only is it Sweeps Month, where every channel's got a million new shows, but first we had the introduction of Apple streaming. Yes, which. Right now, it's kind of a bust, right? I mean... Well, right now, they only have a handful of shows. They didn't buy a library, so it, it, they yeah. have the newsroom thing. Is that the one That's with the Jennifer Aniston? So I'll watch it for that. They have a handful of others. But today was the big one. Today was the big one. The Disney Plus came out. Oh, yeah. I'm not watching that. It's not for me, because I don't watch superhero shit. Right. I don't... No. I don't... But it's got a giant catalog, and they bought, like, The Simpsons. Yeah. They oh, they bought, have The Simpsons? Yes. Shit! It's crap, though. It's crap? It's crap. So oh, crap. Oh, oh, is yeah, it really? Yeah, I got it, got it. Um, but any, if you have Verizon Wireless, an yep. unlimited fan yep. plan, you get a year free. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, then I'll get it. Yeah, and they're going to introduce a bunch of new shows, too. And they already have. Well, the kiddos. There's, there's a new Star Wars one. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. That's the big one. Okay, no. If it's free, I'll do it. Yeah, you get a year free. So, anyway, we talk about all that crap. And, That's good. And, uh, well, that, I, why, I need to listen to that podcast more. Well, there you go. I need to listen to more of everything. Patreon.com slash daydrinking for more information. Patreon. Yes. Spell it. 
P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Patreon. Slash day drinking. That's good. So we're up to speed on the... So yeah, we're up to speed on all my podcasts. We uh, could, we Big Brother's off, not on right now, right? No, no. There have been rumors of a fall all-star, or winter all-stars, but so I'm hoping not. How actually. was your last season? Uh, it wasn't that great. Really? No, Just I mean, we had fun doing our show and all that, but it wasn't a very good season. There was, there was some people of questionable things that were said. Um... But the, your podcast, I, how was your podcast? The podcast was fine because we, okay. we could, I mean, sometimes... Well, I don't care about the Sometimes show. the crappy seasons are better for us because we... Yes, well, this is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't watch yeah, the yeah, 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 I yeah, only yeah, care yeah, about yeah, you, yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So um, your traffic, very hot. Mm-hmm. Through the roof. Yeah, we had, we had fun. Um, yeah, we had a lot of people to, to make fun of. Maybe you should give me some tips on, you know, how to, how to generate more traffic for this uh, humble... Local podcast. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Uh, that we record every Tuesday at the Full Circle Book Co-op, your left-leaning libertarian conservative communist bookstore and cafe. I think I fit in there somewhere. I don't know Brought where. Brought to you by uh, Northview Bait and Tackle, your source for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, self-storage, and high-end dog and cat food. Wow. Northview Bait and Tackle. Stop has a lot of things going on. In North Kiwanis Avenue. Just south of Elmwood Golf Course. Okay. So there you go. Also, a new mural. I had not been over there. I saw a picture of it being painted. Yes. Uh, well, so, I think it was on the Irishman site. That yeah, might have been. There's a new mural painted on Northview Bait and Tackle, so it's like a progressive did, bait shop. Now, did he go through the proper procedures to get, to get a license for it? He's a libertarian. I'm sure he went wrong. Okay, yes. Remember when, when Black Sheep did it, it became a big controversy. Now, now there's, there's freaking murals everywhere. Well, yeah. Our current mayor, mayor even has one on his. Doesn't he have one on his building? Current mayor? Does yeah. he have one? Does he have a building? I thought he did. Okay, well, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's murals down in the north part of downtown that I have not even seen yet because I've been riding my bike. Let's get to the big event. Okay. Okay. Scott, who do you think should leave town? People. That, now let's back background. People who should be kicked out of town. Uh, there's city councilors in the back of the room oh, Jesus. pointing at themselves. So that's, I think that's that's noble. Okay. That's, that's no, you do. I love you both. So if, if you're in this category I'm talking about, I'm sorry. <laughs> so people. I want to get a big bus. Big, oh, this is more than one person. I want to get a big bus and anybody involved with this blockage of traffic down the street here. Oh my God, here we go. Are I'm, you kidding me? I want them all loaded into this bus. Get Huther behind the wheel and you can go <laughs> visit some old lady in, in western South Dakota and tell her story that nobody cares about. Send them all away. This goes through all the fake LLCs, all the real LLCs. This goes through all the all the people. Okay, except for the people who've actually worked on it. Right. Not not the actual workers. No. No, They're just their bosses. Yes. Get on the bus. Get on the bus. (laughs) Get on the bus. The story never ends. The story never ends. No. Okay. Present company notwithstanding. I mean, this is the rant I was going to have last week, and then, you know, you had other guests, and so I canceled it. You canceled it? I can't. Well, I said I don't think I could make it. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, Then I find out that night that the, it just added to the bus. It added to the bus. The bus. It's a big bus. The info that was given 30 seconds before there was a vote on some more money for this thing? Yes. So, a little background, that's the uh, parking ramp here, the, what was to become the village on the river, which during our last podcast, we found out that there was been some information selectively dispersed to various counselors, not, neither of whom were on my show. Right, which right there is a problem. Right. Right, right. there is a problem. Unequal distribution of information. Yes, they all should have it in place. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then, okay, okay, get over here, get over here. Get no, over no, here, no, 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 let her go. Which is, 
the which un- is who? Which of the people were was the one that said it doesn't matter that you just got it? Let's just vote it through now. <laughs> oh, Kurt Sale. Yeah. What kind of idiocy is that? <laughs> It doesn't matter that you don't have the, the info. It's needed. Just take my money. Trust me. <laughs> this only happens in Congress. <laughs> I, I, when I read so that. So what you're saying is, get on the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're next to Huther. You can go. <laughs> this has been a joke from day one. Bye, unnamed counselors. I'm glad you were Have a good meeting. That's right. That's tonight. They're going to vote on it again tonight. Oh boy. You're going to give more. You're going to. Okay. Well, we'll be watching. I'm sorry. That's okay. From morning, from day one, this has been a ramrod, ramrod. Do it now. Details later thing. Yep. Which is why every day there's a new lawsuit against. Yeah. It, it's and is it needed? No. As someone, well, you, I think it is. You actually spend needed. more time downtown than I do. Outside of when there's the band thing going, you know the 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 band parade. They don't do that anymore. They they kicked them out of downtown. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so right there, not enough parking. No. They, now here's the thing: is they need. I've never heard somebody tell me. I'm never able to find a parking spot downtown. Well, but it's, it's for leased parking. It's for workers. But my point is, that's fine. I, I, I understand that there's a need for more leased parking. But here's the deal. Take a bus. All right, let's come up with lift, a, Lift, whatever. Walk. You know, it's, it's well, fine. But the, the need for parking one way or another is not even... I mean, we, went, we got into bed with people we knew were shady. Thank you. That's the problem. All I'm saying is, because of that crap that we knew was never going to happen on top of it, this thing has cost us so much that if I ever park in there, I better get an oil change. <laughs> I better get a car wash. And maybe some sexual services. Oh! hey How about some edibles? Oh, an edible or two. <laughs> I could use one right now, really. So, I've just actually recap, never had one, believe it or not. Me neither. Yeah. It's a big bus, and um, it's and we're going to pay for it forever. It's anybody who has ever rationalized this ridiculous project at this point. And I have to say, I'm on the record. I had a, I had a, a, a semi-beloved, short-lived radio program at the time, and I'm I like the project. I like the idea. I thought the development was cool. But at some point, you got to realize, wait a minute, those guys aren't doing what they said they were going to do. Yes, and now we're now we're over two administrations, and I gave Ten Haken great. Um, uh, I got shouted down when I kicked him out of town a couple months ago. <laughs> I gave him, and great, now he's pulling the same crap that Huther's doing. I gave him great leeway early on because he was kind. Of, hands were kind of tied, right? You, you, the the right, deal right, has right. been signed; it's been voted on. He, what's he going to do? But he got burned by it now too. Get. Un, get away from it. Like, at least say this is a terrible deal. I don't know what we're gonna do. We're screwed, right? We got to spend uh, 1.5 million because Huser dug us into this thing. He also needs to move away from avoiding the media by just doing social media postings. That was bad. That, I don't agree with what he did there. Yeah, that's that's. He, he posted a video with his response on Facebook. Yeah, uh, that's a bad, bad yeah, precedent. Yeah, yeah. And he needs to just sit down. He doesn't have, he, you know, have a press conference. It ain't that hard. First of all, I was in journalism a long time. Most reporters ain't that bright. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's only a few who will act. I mean, they're fine. They're doing their job. Like TV reporters, they're just doing their job, right? There's only a couple of them that you really have to talk to in depth about whatever issue it is. So have your press conference and then have the conversation with the people who actually have the information who want to ask legitimate questions, answer your questions the best you can, and then move on. Ducking it ain't going to make it any better. No, no, no. And worrying about what Teresa Staley thinks or says, worrying about what Pat Starr thinks or says, you don't worry about that. 
Give them the information, take whatever bullets come, live with your decision, and move on. Right, because, you know, giving, doing what they did last week only inflames them that much more. It only empowers Teresa Staley. Yes. It makes the people who support her support her more. Yeah. Giving them the info ahead. Because I, I, I mean, let's face it. When it comes down to if, if a million and a half is just going to finish the goddamn thing. Yeah. Give Spend it the to them. And they're going to give it to them tonight. Yes. They're going to give it to them tonight. But give them the info ahead of time. Don't, don't play this game. No. Nope. Especially, don't give the friends of the city right. the info ahead of the time. And not the friends of Kermit, as we used to call Yeah, them. yeah. No, they were the uh, uh, disciples of Kermit. Right. The DOK. Right. <laughs> I wanted the leather jackets with like a like a uh, motorcycle gang uh, style. Like Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, or only the disciples of Kermit. There you go. There you go. Somebody's got to do that logo for me someday. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm so, just thinking of Irishman in a leather jacket with DOK. I can see that. We could get Irishman in to do that. Um, uh, so. We kicked people out. We kicked everybody out of town. Uh, it was a pretty large bus. We talked bus. about your podcast. Uh, we talked about uh, a rich show going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He, he, I've talked to him. He's going to be on the show here pretty soon. Oh, good. Yeah. We'll talk and, you know, play. And I'm sure he's going to go, ah, I don't want to No, I already But secretly, he's like super, super proud. No, no, no. He's fine. You know, he's rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I, I wrote the bio. I wrote oh, his, cool. I wrote his blurb. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's why it's not like any other blurb in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, so that's cool. Uh, what else is going on in your life? Anything? anything good? We talked about streaming services. Yes. We talked about your podcast. Mm-hmm. New cool. music. Give me something to listen to. I got two things, actually. Two things? All right. Yes, yes. Two things I feel strongly about. One of them is actually playing here in town tomorrow night. It's not Foreigner. Who is it? No, no, no. Well, let's, let's first talk about the Muffs. Oh, Muffs. Are you familiar with the Muffs? A little bit. They have some records in the 90s. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the lead singer of the Muffs, Kim Shattuck, died yep, yep. two weeks before the, rock, the record came out. Right, they had a new record. Yeah, the record's called No Holiday. Nobody knew that she was sick. Yep. I knew that there was this new record coming out. And then two weeks before it came out, she died. Uh, shocking. And right? nobody knew what was wrong. Nobody. Um, but the day the record came out, there was a big piece in the LA, LA Reader. Yeah, uh, it was one of the bandmates, and it turned out that she had ALS. No kidding. And what happened was, after they finished their last tour in 2017, they had a few songs ready for a new record, and she was supposed to play this party. She was going to be playing with members of the Bangles, and she found out she couldn't grip her guitar. And one of her bandmates said. Uh, you probably just, you know, probably just so, you know, arthritis. Yeah, yeah muscles. You know, she already. She goes no, because her dad had ALS. Oh wow! And so they got as much of the record done as possible. Um, and she found a guitarist to play like she plays, which is a very distinctive way yeah. of playing. Yeah. Uh, when it got down to finishing the record or doing the last half of it, she was on a breathing tube. No kidding. And they set up a studio in her house, and she's on a breathing tube. She was able to communicate that. I've seen that, that guy from that used to play with the Saints. He has that. He's written books with just his oh, eye. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just his eyes looking at the letters on a keyboard. So she's communicating with the band while they're finishing the record. No kidding. They had to use her iPhone demos for the vocals on a handful of tracks. You're kidding. So she was just determined to do this record, no yep. matter how much pain that she was in. And it's, and it's really, really good. It's, uh, it's called No Holiday. No Holiday by the Muffs. Okay. Yes. If she, we had any sort of license ability, we would play some of it. We're not going to. Right, we would get right. sued. Right. We don't want that. No. Not that anyone would Hear ever that. discover no. it. <laughs> you probably could get away with it. This isn't Tony Kornheiser. I probably can't even say that. Um, so... Uh, that's cool. All right. So that hey, if you don't out. know what the Muffs sound like, they are a grouchy but very melodic, not really a punk band, but you know, loud and fast. Yeah. She could sound like it, as like she could sound as sweet as the girl next door, but then she had a growl that would just like go whoa, you know, one of the most unique voices of the last thirty years or so. That's cool. Um, 
She got kicked out. She replaced Kim Deal in the Pixies for a couple years. She got kicked out because she was too nice. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. So, and then uh, the other one? They're tomorrow night. Uh, uh, Michael Cronin. Michael Cronin. Uh, spelled M-I-K-A-L, but it's pronounced Michael Cronin. He's playing at right. Total Drag. Okay. And it's like a dream show for uh, Dan at Total Drag. He's been a big got Michael it. Cronin fan for years and years. He just put out this new record called uh, Seeker on Merge Records. And actually, I know a lot of people listen to you, me talk to you about music, and they think, uh, Scott just likes weird music. <laughs> uh, this is a record, if you're kind of a mainstream rock and roll fan, you might actually like it. There's songs on it that sound like Tom Petty. Uh, there's songs on it that are a little noisier than that. I, um, he's part of that whole Tysa Gall. Uh, there's all those musicians that put out a million records every year. He doesn't put out a million records every year, but he plays with these guys. Uh, Some merch records. Anyway, he's playing Total Drag Wednesday night. What's the date tomorrow? 13th. 13th. 12th? Yeah, yesterday was the 11th. Today's the 12th. Tomorrow's 13th. Okay. It was 11 11th. Wednesday the 13th. Um, I will be actually be leaving my home. Oh, you're going to, to go a show? See this show. Wow, yes. If you want to see uh, Scott Hudson out in the wild, uh, go to Total Drag tomorrow night, which will be Wednesday. The 13th. Well, that's yes. pretty cool. Yes. Now, if you listen to this afterwards and you miss Scott Hudson out in the wild, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do for you. But if you go go to Spotify and go look up Michael Cronin, M-I-K-A-L Cronin. Um, I'm going to do that. It's, it's, a, it's a good record. Nice record. If you, if you like some kind of, you know, not real super noisy rock and roll, very melodic, that's what he is. That's right. I think there was something else I was going to ask you about, and I forgot what it was. About how I almost oh, I killed myself today? You almost, oh, yeah. No, we're not going to talk about your workout, which was impressive. <laughs> 147 average heart rate for an hour. That's that's good stuff, man. You, yeah, you can't keep, tell by looking no, at but me, though. It doesn't matter. You're taking care of yourself, and I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. Keep working at it. Um, the, uh, no, I was just thinking, you know who we need to have on this podcast, but you have to help me? Who? Bill DeVille. Oh, yeah. Bill DeVille, yeah. Uh, who's got a... Great show on The Current in the Twin Cities on Sunday mornings. It's funny. We used to go kind of like... I Remember I used to do a Sunday morning Americana show? Yeah. Rural education. It was on the same time that Bill DeVille was yeah. doing on The Current, his very version of the same thing. Yeah. His, the United States of Americana. It's a great show. Yes. And uh, Bill DeVille, who's from Sioux Falls, and uh, I went to... Did my, uh, my engineer and I went to high school. So... He used to live with John Stever. I know that. That's how I met him. That's how I first heard Billy Bragg. Really? Yeah. Billy Bragg, who was just in the Twin Cities again, did three shows. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I missed it. Um, anyway, Scott, thanks for coming by. Uh, thanks. You, you know, you're just periodic guests, right? I think the Get Out of Town thing should be like a monthly deal. Monthly? Whether we do it by video or being in person whenever or you whatever. Feel, whenever you, how about this? Whenever you feel the urge to kick somebody out of town, you let me know. Well, I think I do need to do a pre-Christmas. Yeah, like just to get in the holiday spirit. Right. Like, People should leave before Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I do have good rants about Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that could get us on the time. map. That could drive listenership. Yeah, uh, right. Anyway, Scott, thanks for being here. Next up, we are uh, going to listen to, uh, we're going to talk to and have... Uh, a chat with Humbletown. I saw a banjo when I walked in. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. Dylan and uh, Morgan from Humbletown are here, and uh, we're going to chat about that. So, Fabulous. In fact, I think you're going to hear a little bit about them. You're going to hear a little bit from them right about now. So thank you all for being here. We'll be right back. Oh,
All right, all right. That is uh, Morgan and Dylan, and they are collectively Humbletown, and we're very happy to have them here on the Patrick Lally Show podcast today. Uh, Dylan and Morgan, uh, I'm going to have you quick, just a little mic up, quick action sure, here. This, yeah. is, this is a podcast, so you know we, uh, we sometimes we go low tech, sometimes we go high tech. We're taking the low tech version today. Um, thanks for coming, you guys. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, um, Humbletown, you guys have been playing around for quite a while. Give us the give us the quick uh, elevator pitch on Humbletown. When did you start? And uh, you know, you've been moving around a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about Humbletown. Who, who takes the Who takes the lead on that one? Is that you, Dylan, or is that you, Morgan? That's. As always, probably a combo effort. Yeah, I don't want to assume any sort of patriarchal system here. You know what I mean? I don't want to automatically defer to the man. No, in fact, Morgan's a much better speaker than I am. So uh, (laughs) on that note, I'll just let her tell you about us. So we started a little over two years ago as a duo. And um, we met through a band that I played with, Hard Traveling. And then we, uh, we started playing Wildwood Flower. That was the first song we played together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know, the rest is... He asked me to play a show with him. Sure he did. Randomly. Uh, <laughs> we practiced for two weeks straight. The is show that, in Nebraska that, was our first show, right? Yeah. 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 Is, that, uh, is that the uh, uh, you know uh, acoustic musician's uh, uh, version of asking somebody out on a date? Will you come play a show with me? Is that... <laughs> it, it might have been. <laughs> in this particular instance, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was... That was a fun adventure, and rest yeah. is history. We started with a terrible band name. Uh, oh my God, we don't even want to talk about this. I guess it's okay. Let's it's, it's lost to the now. lost it's, the dim uh, mist of history. Is that sort of thing, or no? Maybe should be. Uh, yeah. It okay. should be, but I guess we'll have to tell them about what it. Is it. Well, we were we were hiking <laughs> in uh, Newton Hills because we went to our first folk festival together, oh, and it was good. well. I had been there about seven times before, but this was Morgan's first, and she really enjoyed it. We had a great time, and it was Sunday, and everyone else had kind of cleared out, and we went hiking, and as we were hiking, we were kind of talking about what we should name our band, and I was thinking, Ironwood, you know, there, you know there's Ironwood that grows around here, <laughs> it's such a cool, cool kind of wood, and, yes. and uh, we should use the word Ironwood in our name somehow, and so I thought of the, the band, named, or band name Ironwood Fable. Uh, um, Ironwood Fable. Really? I thought that that was really cool for a second, and then we really started <laughs> thinking about it. And we're just like, this is this is like a bad metal band. It is. Name. I was gonna call it like uh, Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, exactly. With, with yeah, special yeah. opener, so, Ironwood Fable. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we're glad we moved past that one. Yeah, well, that's good. Oh, so, Humbletown, real quick, is is named after Vermilion, which is has been my love and home for ten years. Um, and I just see it as a, being a really humble, sweet town, and so that's where we started. It so. is a humble town. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so sweet when I went to college there, but it's humble. Humble is good. That's what I hear. Is when you <laughs> just go to go to college, it's not quite the same experience as when you make it your home. That's so. right. So you guys um, have been playing around a lot. Uh, you now are based in Sioux Falls, right? Yep. Um, after a stint in uh, out in the hills. Uh, when, when, so I think when you first formed, you moved to the hills, right? You're from Rapid City, right, Dylan? Yeah. So we first formed, we, uh, was in Vermilion, or I guess I moved to Vermilion shortly after, after we formed living, uh, far apart. Um, but then we spent our early days in Vermilion and then out to Hill City, um, where we lived for about four or five months. Yeah. And well, now we lived in there. Sioux Falls for about 10 months, so... And we really love it here. Yeah. So. You play you play quite a bit. Um, uh, so what are your... Tell us, first of all, tell me what that song was. What was that you, you were just playing there, the first song that took us in? That was um, Morgan's so that's, song. That's called Snow Globe. And actually, that short stint that we had in the hills, we lived in this magical cabin in Hill City. And when it... We'd have, we had this surrounding glass, and so... When it would snow, it felt like we were in a snow globe, and it was... And it snowed all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we were there from, like, August to December, mm. so we got it quite a bit at the end, yeah. but it was beautiful. Well, um, yeah, Hill City is a wonderful place. It is, um, yeah. What made you want to move back to Sioux Falls, or well, this part of the state, at least? I had to finish my master's, and so that's why we moved back, and then Sioux Falls was the compromise... Dylan didn't want to live in Vermilion anymore, 
Although I love Vermilion, so... I just I prefer living in a, a bigger town. A little bit bigger, right? A lot better for the music. It really is. So, have you finished your masters, then, Morgan? Are you still working? Um, I I did. I finished my master's, and now I'm just getting a graduate certificate in nonprofit management. Oh wow! So well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so what are your what are your hopes and dreams for the band? I mean, you guys, like I said, you play around, you play everywhere. Um, what's 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 next for Humbletown? That is the big question. Um, we're, we're expecting a baby in the next month. Really? And so <laughs> yes. So we are, um, that, that's going to influence everything. Yep. Um, but, you know, we have, we have some dream of, like, whether we can travel with the baby, yep. put a mother-in-law up in our um, camper and travel yep. around touring. That'd be so. awesome. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> travel, travel the country playing music with the, with the baby. It's like, yeah. it's everybody's dream, right? Right. Um, so, uh, Morgan, uh, you, you obviously, you play the banjo here for folks who are out there. Um, banjo is not like an instrument that little girls grow up uh, dreaming to play. How did you come to the banjo? Again, not to, not to make this gender-based at all. This is a gender-neutral <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was not intentional. I actually, I had an electric bass that I wasn't playing anymore. And I was like houseless back in the Bay Area. That's where I grew up. And, um, you know, this, this guy was trying to sell his banjo, but he was interested in playing bass. <laughs> so I was just like, hey, I have this old, like, electric bass. Do you want to just trade? So we traded. Yep, yep. And a week later, a guy offered me claw hammer banjo lessons. Yeah. And it was just meant to be. So how long so have you been playing? Ten years. Wow. Ish. More. I don't know. And so my understanding of the banjo is it's a... Um, it, it, it's a always changing organic relationship with the banjo, right? You never really conquer it, and it never really conquers you. You're just always at loggerheads, right? Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's so much exploration that can be done with yep. the banjo. I'm, I'm finally starting to like venture into maybe doing um, more bluegrass style finger picking. Oh, awesome! So I've always been really uh, set on claw hammer. So it is. So what, when you say claw hammer, what does that mean, claw hammer? So um, it's a style of playing um, that I use, which is you uh, hit once, you strum, and then you pick up with your thumb. Oh, really? So it's this motion versus you know the scrug style where that you're used to hearing in bluegrass with the finger picking, which is just like. Yeah, and that I, always I, seems I would impossibly you, but difficult just, to me. No, I, I can't. So maybe, maybe next time. I'll <laughs> yeah, have that's some right. Regress. That's right. <laughs> cool. Well, um, where do your songs come from? What? Tell me about your music. Well, we uh, we both write a lot of songs, and we try to do as close to all original material at most of our shows as we can. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate the art of a good cover. Yeah. So we don't. Uh, <laughs> We don't exclude covers right. uh, completely from our show. Well, particularly and, uh, we the, like to... the acoustic tradition, right? Exactly, I mean, that's, that's exactly. It's like passing we... the music along to the next generation. A hundred percent. Yeah, we gotta, you know, you gotta do those fiddle tunes, which are which are those old um, Appalachian songs that yep. were, you know, invented on the fiddle and the banjo and passed from hand to hand, and no one really knows who wrote them and. You always yep. got to do a couple of those in a show or, you know, just a really good old country song or a yeah. good Saturday old jazz night. standard or something. Yeah, Saturday um, night at the Folk Fest, you got to sit around the fire and everybody play music, right? Exactly, yeah, I've done that many from. a times. Cool. Um, well, um, tell us about, uh, play. Or I want you to play us another song here. Um, what do you What do you want? What do you got in the repertoire that you want? Uh, I'm going to play you an original song of mine this time. This last one was an original song of Morgan's, and probably might be the first time we played it out. Actually, right now, this is the broadcast. world premiere. Oh, world, world broadcast <laughs> we, premiere. We played it. Played like, it a few live, gigs. Okay, okay, no, I couldn't remember. First time it's been laid down. Yeah. Tracks on wax. That sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. well, Patrick, would you mind handing me that capo over there? I would not mind handing you Thank this capo, you. Dylan. <laughs> there you go. I've now, um, for, for you listeners out there, I have handed Dylan the capo. <laughs> and he is, he is applying the capo. What's the song called? So this song is called Lonesome Bones. Lonesome and Bones. Uh, it's sort of a, uh, it's a spin on, uh, you know, sort of, I would say a, a tribute to 20s and 30s jazz that I really, really love. I listen to a lot of Django Reinhardt, <laughs> Stefan Grappelli and that kind of stuff and and I wouldn't say this is this this fits that genre 
to a T or anything, but it's uh, it's heavily influenced. And so, um, yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Lonesome Bones? Yeah, I'm going to tune right. for just a second, just for everyone's no, ears. No, well, I'll, just, I'll to just talk to over the tuning. Yeah, <laughs> just, just talk away. No, it's fine. So I should mention we're here at the Full Circle Book Co-op, that beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, best little city in America. It's your uh, conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe at 123 West 10th Street, where, where they graciously allow us to record this podcast, such as it is, each Tuesday evening, and you can join us about 530 ish uh, for the broadcast and uh, we will be uh, you know hanging out here with Humble Tom for a little bit also this is a sponsored podcast I bet you guys didn't know that Northview Northview Bait and Tackle where you can get live bait dead tackle propane propane accessories U-Haul self storage uh, and uh, high end dog and cat food and uh, we'll just yeah we'll take off the mics there just because we don't want to blast those out and uh, we'll listen to a little Lonesome Bones here by uh, Humbletown take it away I got lonesome bones all I do is bone oh won't someone please show me the way back home all my unsettled days oh it's set my ways oh won't someone please take me home I'm Saturday's child, always run wild This fever's really got me down If you leave me alone, then I'll forever roam And I'll leave you tonight without a sound I got my shackles and chains, you won't hear me complain I do what I want when I want my friend Oh, now come with me, when the music's free And we'll dance until the Dylan and Morgan are here with us today. Uh, when can we go see you guys next? Where are you playing? These are next. So our next shows are out in the Black Hills this weekend. We're going to play Friday and Saturday at Tally Silver Spoon out in Rapid City. Awesome. And then uh, what's a big holiday show at the Pavilion? That sort of thing? No? Uh, no. no <laughs> December's going to be pretty devoid of gigs for Humble Oh, that's right. The baby the December coming. 15th. So. <laughs> yeah, so we have our next scheduled show is November thirtieth, twenty ninth, twenty. We're so bad at the end this. Of the end of November. November. I think, you know, I think it's the thirtieth, we'll... November thirtieth at Oh So Good, yeah. and whether I will be there is you know, <laughs> might be a solo gig by we'll Dylan. See. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if if she can't make it, it'll be a solo gig by me. Right. If oh, the baby okay. actually comes on that day, then then neither one no. of us will. Yeah. Oh So Good is in Garrison. Yes, and yes. by the way, I'll just plug it for a minute because we just played there recently and their food is so good. That's what I hear. It's amazing. It's a serious gem. Um, At, I yeah. keep hearing that and I have not been no, there, so no. now I'm going to go. Yeah, no, it's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, check it out. It's well-priced. It's, and it, the it is so cook good. is from my hometown, essentially, Berkeley, California. Cool. So. Chef Omar. <laughs> Super. Great well, guy. Guys, uh, I really appreciate you being here. Um, thanks for being on the Patrick Lally Show here at the Full Circle Book Co-op. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just going to let you play us out for the end of the show. Everybody, we'll see you down here next week. Tuesdays, 5.30, we tape the show-ish. Come on down. 
and uh, we appreciate it. Well, we're looking at each other. Do you have a third song? Well, we didn't plan for one, but we've we got, can, we've yeah. got that, stuff. That's so. okay. I just was hoping. Let's do the jazzy one. Do the brain do the jazzy one? Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. Can I see my capo, though? Uh, wait, we're trading capos. Wait. Yeah, the capo shuffle. It <laughs> goes over there. Do shuffle this time. There we go. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to do a couple songs that are, that are minor and jazzy this time. Uh-huh. I, want, I just want to thank uh, Scott Hudson for being here, as you heard him earlier in the program. Uh, and always uh, our sponsor, Northview Bait and Tackle. Uh, and what's, yes, the, what's, so what's this song? This song is called I Think I'll Go Alone. I Think I'll Go Alone. Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here, everybody. Humble Town. I Think I'll Go Alone. Thank you. 